with those visualizations, with those mental rehearsals. That's how we change the subconscious thinking with hypnosis. Welcome to the Mind Over Body podcast. This is your host and certified hypnotherapist, B. Thank you for joining me today. Today, we are going to talk about power of visualization. I think I told you about how your mind is very powerful and how part of hypnosis is all about visualization. And I told you something like, during hypnosis, our mind cannot really differentiate between reality and visualization. So we are going to go into that part a bit more today. And I'm going to talk about a very interesting research that was done by Cleveland Clinic Foundation in Ohio. So what do I mean by when I say our mind cannot distinguish the difference between reality and imagination? There has been different, different research that looked at how our mind works during our visualizations or imagination or when we actually complete the task. When they look at the parts in our brain that light up under the fMRI, they found that when we complete the task and when we do the visualization in our mind, actually similar parts of our brain light up. Especially under hypnotic states, whether it's meditation, whether it's being in a deeply trance state, whether it's doing breathing, whether it's walking, every time you visualize, your mind starts to think that this is actually happening in reality. And in hypnosis, we sort of exploit this fact and we make you visualize different, different things in a positive way as if it's happening in reality. So let's take a look at this interesting research that I was talking about. If you like to read the full research, you can check out the episode notes and you can find the link that goes directly to this research. And this research was done in Cleveland Clinic Foundation in Ohio. They took about 24 people to complete this research and they basically wanted to compare the results of the people who actually did physical exercises and the people who just imagined that they were doing a physical exercise. So they split these 24 people into three groups. One group did not receive anything and they were just a control group. Their measurements were still taken. And one group performed mental contractions, their finger abduction strength. So they performed in their mind a finger contraction And the third group actually did physical exercise to see how their finger strength is increasing. So they basically work their finger muscles to increase their strength. After they measured the results, they found that the physical exercise group actually increased their strength by 53%. And compared to the group that did the mental contractions, they increased their strength by 35%. 
but when they looked at the, the control group, they didn't see significant changes. So this kind of shows that by just mentally practicing, this group of people were able to improve their muscle strength by 35%. That's very significant, especially in compared to control group who did not receive anything. That puts in front of our eyes how strong our mind is, how powerful our mind is. By simply visualizing, imagining something, your mind can perceive it as reality, as if it happened or it's happening right now. Because our subconscious mind thinks in current, present time terms. So your mind, although you're imagining, practicing it in your mind, your mind is thinking that it's actually happening in this current time. This goes further because the greatest gain, which is the 40%, was not achieved until four weeks after the training had ended. This applies to the group with mental contractions. So that means that 35% increased even more in the four weeks follow-up. So by just simply rehearsing it in their mind, by simply using their mind power, eight people were able to increase their finger strength by just sitting on their couch, laying on their bed, or in the comfort of their home. That means anyone can do this. I like to explore how we can apply this in terms of anxiety. So let's think of what takes place in an anxious person's mind. It's mostly the negative things, the worries, the stress, things become even bigger. And usually anxious people create a normal comfort zone out of stress. This means that they perceive stressful environment normal, they perceive being stressed normal, they perceive being worried as normal. And our mind likes to go back to the normal all the time. Our mind likes the comfort zone. It doesn't like to explore. It doesn't like to do the things that are out of the norm, out of your control, out of what you know. So after you establish that anxious comfort zone, your mind is going to do everything in its power to come back to that comfort zone. That means we need to change that comfort zone. And it's possible by using your visualization and imagination. Under hypnosis, one of the most important things that you can do is extending that calm feeling that you get with hypnosis, starting to think, even if it's imagination, even if it's not something real, starting to use your imagination towards positive. So you rehearse in your mind something positive that is out of your comfort zone. So you rehearse in your mind something that is not anxious and the opposite. It's actually calming. It's actually relaxing. And whatever we repeat in our mind, that thing gets stronger. And whatever we do less, that thing gets weaker. So it's a matter of increasing your positive imagination and decreasing the negative self-talk, decreasing the negative way of thinking. In reality, in every situation in our life, there is almost 50-50% chance of something good happening and something bad happening. For example, imagine that you called someone you loved and they didn't pick up. You can either think of the worst, something negative happened to them. With that worry mindset, it's very easy to lose yourself in that rabbit hole. 
what if something happened? What if they did this happened to them? The worst, worst case. But the other 50% chance is still there. What if they called you and then they left their phone somewhere and they went somewhere and they forgot their phone there? What if their phone died? What if they went to take a shower? What if, what if, what if? So there's a choice that you're doing there because of your belief systems. Every time you choose to believe in worry, stress, whatever that negative self-talk is giving you, you're choosing kind of to believe, whether you're choosing it consciously or unconsciously. There's a choice that has been done there. So with this positive visualizations, you can actually start turning the direction towards positive way of thinking. And this, of course, happens quicker when you're under hypnosis because directly this goes into your subconscious mind and your subconscious mind starts taking it as this is something happened in the past, like the way that you think is actually positive. Remember, anything that is known to your mind is more doable to your mind because it's not something unknown, it's not something that you need to learn, it's something that you already did and anything you did, you can do it again. These mental rehearsals and the, the fact that your mind takes this as reality makes it possible for you to think and perceive things positive again. You can also do this at home without hypnosis, but it would just take a bit longer. You have five minutes, 10 minutes every day to rehearse something positive in your mind, right? Maybe in the mornings, set a positive expectation in your mind for yourself after you wake up. Or maybe take five to 10 minutes to imagine, think that you're feeling in control, your body is relaxed, you're responding in a positive way. And I'm aware that for some of you, this may sound too far away. But like I said, just imagine, what do you have to lose? Five, 10 minutes? I'm sure you lost five, 10 minutes over really unnecessary things today. What if you could lose five to 10 minutes? You can spend five to 10 minutes on your well-being and start seeing results in just a few weeks. Our mind believes that what you imagine in your mind can be the reality. That's not the only research actually that is out there that proves how your mind doesn't see the difference between reality and imagination. There are now so many brain studies reveal that thoughts produce the same mental instructions as actions. Mental imagery impacts many cognitive processes in brain, whether it's attention, whether it's motivation, whether it's perception, planning, the way that you believe, And the way that you believe is really what's the most important thing. When we look at these brain research, and especially the recent ones, we see that your mental imagery can significantly affect the way that you feel about yourself, the way that you see the world, the way that you perceive the stressors. So many people after hypnosis will report that Things that used to make them anxious in the past don't really trigger them as much. It's because of these positive imaginations because everyone runs into stress, right? Every single person around you is exposed to some stressors, some trigger in their daily life. But not all of us take it to a bit of an extreme and feel that anxious response. 
And this comes from when we know how to deal with that stressor, when we can release that stressor, when we can shift that stressor and adjust to it. That doesn't become a problem. It just becomes something that happened. So these positive mental images gives you a way of being in control of your environment, being in control of your triggers, and also setting up positive expectations for yourself. Under hypnosis, especially when working about anxiety, first thing many people will feel is going to be calmness and relaxation. And this calmness and relaxation also makes it possible to imagine positive things. Because when I talk about talk with someone who is anxious, it's easy for them to lose their train of thought in negativity. Even if they start in a positive way, they eventually end up in the places talking about what they are fearful of, what they don't want in their life. That's the way they describe the problem, what they don't want. But every time when you talk about what you don't want, you're actually talking about the negatives. You're talking about the negative feelings that made you uncomfortable in the first place. So in the conscious way of being, it may be hard for you to even imagine positive things. It may be hard for you to even imagine positive things happening. And I understand that. And I think that's very, very normal because, again, your normal is out of stress. Your way of thinking, your, your comfort zone is that. Under hypnosis, when you're calm and relaxed, things shift a bit. Everything seems possible because it's your imagination, because you're so calm, because you're so relaxed, because you're more suggestible, more susceptible to new ideas, new positive thoughts, what your hypnotherapist is giving you. So that opens up the way for positive thinking. You don't reject the positive ideas as quickly as you would reject on your conscious thinking. In your conscious thinking, there is a very significant filtration going on. You're, you know, agreeing with certain things, disagreeing with certain things according to your subconscious beliefs. But under hypnosis, this filter eases down. And because you're calm, because you're relaxed, because this filter is down, everything seems possible. Even being calm all the time is possible. Even being relaxed all the time is possible. Even floating above your body feels possible. All these ideas, all these new suggestions, new ways of being becomes possible as well. With those visualizations, with those mental rehearsals, that's how we change the subconscious thinking with hypnosis. And of course, probably from here, you realize that beliefs are also a very important part of the subconscious way of being. Because beliefs are the programmings of the subconscious mind. Part of hypnosis is changing those toxic beliefs, like believing that the worst is going to happen. Believing that any negative thing is possible. And maybe reversing that any positive thing is possible. And beliefs is a deeper and different topic that we will talk about in another episode because there is so much research also showing that how your belief 
can significantly alter your physical reality, your mental reality, just by believing in things, just by buying into beliefs. You can find yourself in negative situations, positive situations, whatever it may be. With hypnosis, with mental visualization, we can start changing the beliefs that are in your subconscious mind. Of course, the next thing that we need to focus on is those negative beliefs, negative thinking, and being able to control those negative thinkings. And some of you may be thinking that a hypnotherapist telling you don't think of those negative things again and those negative things never happening again. Unfortunately, it's not like that. It may be like that working with some hypnotherapists, but I don't believe in that personally because I think that won't solve the problem. That would just postpone the problem for a limited time. So my focus is going to be how you can control these thoughts, how you can release your negative self-talk and how you can change it from the subconscious mind rather than blocking them. So we will talk about that in the next episode. I would love to hear about your feedback, about your own anxiety story. Email me or check out my website. You can reach me at begum at b-hypnotize.com or visit my website www.mindoverbodypodcast.com. See you next week. 